1: Now, the government has announced job supports and staycation voucher and capital spending are all included in their 7 billion euro stimulus plan. The long awaited plans centred around new employment supports based on a German scheme, but as many other factors included. Joining us on the programme this morning, we have Brian Ledden of the Green Party, Patrick O'Donovan from Fine Gael, and Maurice Quinlivan of Sinn Féin. Good morning to you all and you're very welcome to Limerick Today this morning. Good morning. good
2: morning. Good
1: morning. Okay, I'm, I'll start I suppose with uh, Brian Leddon of the Green Party because there's news for the Green Party overnight and that is um, that Eamon Ryan has survived as leader of the party. Are you pleased with that? Uh,
0: good morning, anne and good morning to your listeners. Uh, yeah, I am. I, I was supporting Eamon Ryan. Uh, for me it didn't make sense uh, to change leader at this juncture. Um but that, I say that with absolute respect for Catherine, who is um, a really formidable person and uh, who I think will, will get her chance one day.
1: So moving on to the stimulus package, Minister O'Donovan, starting with yourself on that one, the plan looks great at the outset, but do you think everything is included that should be in there? Are there any downsides to the plan?
3: Um, <clears throat> Martin and Gillian. Well, look, I suppose, first of all, the demands, the total demands that were were, um, uh, put to the government by way of submissions uh, totaled about 80 billion. So naturally enough, we're going to have, I suppose, groups that would say, well, look, um, our submission wasn't included. But this is the largest amount of cash that any government in the history of the state has presented. And remember, I suppose it's worth noting that... um, this is, this is more than what we would spend even in direct spending in a budget. And we're going to have a budget in October as well and the National Economic Plan. So in terms of where we are um, compared to other European countries, we compare very favourably. And it's already, you know, to be noted that we have spent about $16 billion, um since the o- outbreak of COVID. Both in terms of the pandemic payment, the temporary wage subsidy scheme, loans, grants, uh, direct cash into the economy. So it's the next chapter in it. And if you talk to any employer, which I talk to a lot of, they would all tell you that the temporary wage subsidy scheme was the lifeline to keep their business open. So from our point of view, extending that, uh, enhancing it, uh, allowing people to plan, giving them a date, is hugely important, um, along with the um, credit guarantee scheme that the government have launched, uh, together with as well, increasing the amount of money that the restarts grant, the uh, commercial rates, waiving those into the future, giving local authorities certainty, all of these things are giving people that bit of assurance that the government is listening, it's fully um, responding to the needs of businesses and it's trying to get the greatest number of people back to work. Remember, 600,000 people went on um, the payment initially. That's down by 50% now. 300,000 have gone back to work. These are massive numbers. 50,000 last week. And we'd hope another maybe thirty or 40,000 this week. Um, and, and behind that, is the support that government is giving and is going to continue to give an uncertainty that employers, employees and the general public um, are looking for from the government at the moment.
1: Maurice Quinlivan, as a member of the opposition, I've no doubt you'll be able to pick holes in this plan, but are you able to acknowledge that it's fairly comprehensive?
2: Yeah, well, it's a comprehensive plan and there's obviously good things in it really with support, you know. Um, obviously, the key objective here is to get the economy back up and running. You know, people have been through and are still going through a terrible crisis. You know, but I believe it. it, it, it the, the package announced yesterday is deeply disappointing. It's not the stimulus as that was promised or was needed. The T-shirt, for instance, was in Brussels last weekend, and he spoke about how we, we need to have more um, more money to be let to, to grants to, to, to businesses as opposed to money to be lent to businesses, and that's what he came back with. So instead of being given grants to businesses, we're going to give four to one. Uh, loans to businesses. Then there was the government's vacation voucher which they announced no, in a different voucher. Our voucher would have included everybody and uh, the government's voucher excludes uh, almost 1 million people. It includes people on low pay, it includes pensioners, it includes people on carers allowance and you know for a lot of people, it includes uh, people who don't have money in, in the bank where they can get them. They can get a refund back in their taxes maybe next year or the year after. That's simply not okay for a lot of people. I know a lot of businesses already, I've spoken to them already this morning. A lot of businesses are, are fearful of opening again. Um, they're, they're treading w- w- deep, deep water. They were expecting to get some sort of a grant and not be saddled with another loan. So with the open, automatically open have extra debt to debt on to themselves. So, so look, um, you know, it, I think it's a really missed opportunity and the one that hasn't been addressed as well is the uh, on the uh, the, P, the, P, the P payments, you know, where some people will be facing cuts from the 10th of August from 50 euros to 100 euros depending on who they are. So, you know, it is very, very disappointing. There was a chance here, a, a unique chance, and, and Minister Donovan rightly said no. Uh, uh, it was a huge investment. But, you know, we have never been, anybody who's alive has never been through a crisis like we're in at the moment. A complete shutdown. Um, I worked in the travelling industry for myself. You heard Tony Brazzer on there earlier. The whole the whole uh, business is, it has, has collapsed. You know, we need certain interventions, and I don't believe the interventions have been targeted enough. They're not supportive enough for businesses and not support for, for our workers, and I feel it's a really missed opportunity.
1: Brian, some of the reports are saying that there were disagreements between the Green Party and Fianna Fáil over the proposal of reducing capital gains tax. As a Green TD, what, yes. what's your own position on that?
0: Yeah, I, I, I spoke with Eamon about that myself, actually, and we didn't agree that there should be a cut in in the capital gains tax and the the reduction in, in that, uh we thought was a much better uh, way to uh, benefit the economy and benefit society in general. So we're quite happy about that. Um, uh, the capital gains reduction wouldn't have, uh, you know, benefit a whole lot of people whereas the Vash reduction benefits uh, businesses and consumers as well.
1: Patrick were there difficult negotiations to put this package together considering there were three parties at the table?
3: Um, well, actually, every party is bringing their own, um, I suppose, their own perspective. But, I, 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 you know, Sinn Féin really, you know, something, they'd never surprise you. I mean, the document was, wasn't even off the printers, and they were saying that it was disappointing. And it's really, what's really disappointing is people should read it, because there is grants in it. There's a doubling of the restart grant, which is hugely important. There's widening of the remit of the restart grant, to B&Bs. There's warehousing of tax to make sure that people won't have to pay the tax that might be due this year in legislation there. There's a reduction in VAT, which everybody will benefit from, uh, by 2%, which will cost over £400 million. There's income tax relief. There's also the help-to-buy scheme um, for people that are looking to see if they're going to buy a house this year to try and help the construction sector. Um, so, you know, I think the most disappointing thing is that we don't compare either what happens in the other part of the, the island where a person that's currently unemployed uh, thanks to COVID, is on £100 a week. So the disappointing thing from, from, from a government point of view is um, that the Miao opposition
1: Martin, didn't clap their hands and list all the good no, things about it. I mean, no, surely it's Maurice no, Quinlevin's job to point out where, it, sure. uh, you, know, you um, know, changes could have been made well, of what they might have done differently. Absolutely. I mean,
2: Gillian, if you need to right, the document... Your right, your right and wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 just let Patrick finish there.
3: Yeah? The first part of it is actually to read the document, reflect what's in it and decide then. But actually the Sinn Féin press release was out before this thing came off the printers. So, I mean, look, at, I think what people are actually looking for is they looked at the temporary wage subsidy scheme. They wanted certainty there. They looked at the uh, systems that were in place in terms of the credit guarantee scheme, in terms uh, of that, in terms uh, of tax warehousing, in terms of commercial rates. Any business that I've spoken to is talking about the research grant and commercial rates. And um, So for people to be coming out just waving their hands in the air saying, a seven billion euro injection into the economy isn't a good thing. I think the first thing they need to do is
1: actually read it. Morris, would you like to respond to that?
2: Yeah, for instance, we well, take them up in the grant scheme. You know, there, there has been an increase in the grant, No, nobody, no, disputing that. But forty-three thousand businesses have already applied for it. So you're talking about what what they're doing is a drop in the ocean. Um, I'll go back to what the T-shirt said, he spent the whole weekend in Brussels talking about how we didn't need to saddle more debt onto businesses, and he came back to Ireland then, and that's exactly what he's going to do. So you have businesses, and as I said earlier... I, I don't know, Maurice, um, if you've read it. Excuse
3: me? Because that's not what he's in the document at all. There's no reference to settling debt onto businesses, but there is reference to is, is a being made
2: available a grant, and loans being made available to, made available so that to the Leos and Microson and Ireland and Europe. So, you know, like Sorry you lads, here. if
1: you all talk over each other nobody's going to understand a word anybody says.
2: Yeah, well, I tried not to interrupt the Minister now in fairness so he let me, let me explain what I was, was talking about. I was talking about 43,000 people who have already applied for the grant uh, the grant has increased from €250 million, euros, and I have read most of the document, to €450 million, euros, and we believe that's a drop in the ocean. As I said, we're in the biggest crisis in the country anybody living has ever experienced. We have companies that are actually afraid to open already. Are at the moment we have the we have a mess with the government. There has been chaos. You know, we saw yesterday where they couldn't even get their own supporters to vote for their nomination for last Florida. We have the issue around travel, which the conflicting messages up from government. We have the issue of schools where people don't know if, they're going, if their kids are going back to school in September or not. Uh, we had the, the teacher. Okay,
1: Marcy, so we're going way off topic here now.
2: but, but um, what I'm saying is, you know, like there, there's a Anne came out yesterday and. We we're saying it could have been a better plan. It could have been a plan to set up for our new workers. It could have been planned plan to stop the cut to the PUP payment, which is going to come in from the 10th of August. That's going to affect an awful lot of people. Okay. It cuts of 40, or 50 to 100, or 100 euros per week for people. Um, we're saying there was a mistake. Staycation voucher, the champagne had announced. No, it was going to be expensive. Voucher it was going to cost eight hundred and sixty billion euros. We funded that, but what, the government came in with a, a proposal that will exclude one million people, and the bulk of them would be low-paid workers. Okay, what, what
1: about that point, Patrick? About about the staycation voucher because I think a lot of people listening—that's the one that they, you know, they'd heard about, and they know might affect them. They can see that if if they're having to holiday here, we're getting texts and um, calls in every day about it's way too expensive to take a holiday in Ireland. Yet this staycation voucher is being done in the form of a, a tax refund. Was that the right way to go about it, Patrick?
3: Well, first of all, first of all, what we were trying to do is to make sure that it started at the shoulder period of, of the tourism sector, which comes in normally when um, schools reopen. And that's with the midterm break in October, the run up into Christmas uh, and immediately after Christmas. So we wanted to target it at that. The second thing is, you know, if we wanted to get out um, any sort of alternative, it was going to take much longer than even this plan. And this is designed to make sure, along with the reduction in VAT, which will um, support all businesses, everybody who's um, uh, trading will, be, will see a reduction in their VAT, which will result in about 400 million euros of direct injection uh, from the government into sectors. But, you know, uh, it, it, again, it, it fails to you know surprise me. We've 16 billion already injected. This is another seven. This is 23 billion euros. Um, that's, uh, the biggest injection of cash by any government in the history of the state, recognising there's 1,700 people dead. This um, disease is still spreading. We can't forecast, um, you know, based on the R number, whether it's going to resurrect again. We have to be certain and uh, we have to try and make sure that we support businesses to the, the greatest extent possible and keep people connected to their employer. That's what we did initially. That's what everybody supported and that's what we're going to continue to do. So rather, I think, than you know, just waving your hands in the air and just saying, oh, this is terrible. The, reac- the reality is that most businesses across the country, particularly the SME sector, whether it's in the restart rent, whether it's in VAT, whether it's in warehousing their tax, whether it's in commercial rates, which are sometimes the biggest impact. If you ask anybody in a small town like Newcastle West or in a street in Limerick, this is what they've been asked, uh, asking for to make sure that there's certainty that they won't have a demand from their local authority that they'll be able to work with revenue and that they'll be able to make sure that if they have to put in perspex or any sort of social distancing um, measures, that it'll be covered in a grand. So, like just coming out today, just being negative, I think businesses will switch off from that, to be honest about it.
1: Brian Ledden, I want to ask you about uh, this call for the VAT cut to be passed on to consumers. And this is something as well that consumers are going to fear is that this will be something that the businesses will put in their own pockets and we we won't see it. People are already paying higher prices for certain things because of COVID-19. How how will the government ensure that it's passed on? Well, the uh,
0: the, businesses depend on the consumers. You know, there's a, a balance to be uh, found there between the sustainability of the business and the um uh, and the you know the consumer that they rely on um, so it's a very significant cost uh in that It amounts to 440 million euros which is a huge loss to the exchequer but this is done uh, in order to sustain business uh, and or, also in order to benefit consumers and we're quite happy about that and i'll have to go in a few minutes but can i just say um <clears throat> with a rate, relation to the green aspects of this, which are actually very, very positive uh, from our point of view. We're looking at 113 million euros for active travel, uh, public transport uh, and renewal of uh, sustainable transport infrastructure. We're looking at uh, 15 million for peatland rehabilitation. We're looking at another 100 million for the, the natural energy efficiency at uh, the national retrofit program as well. Uh, so there's a lot in there from our point of view that we're very happy about. And we've also looked at, uh, we've brought in for the first time uh, a grant for uh, e-bikes, which, as you know, are really becoming a, a primary mode of transport for a lot of people. So, and it's important to know as well that this is only the July stimulus. We're building towards the National Economic Plan, which will be announced in October, uh, which will be uh, a much more uh, long-term uh, strategy for the economic uh, resurgence.
1: Okay, well, we have to leave it there for this morning. Uh, Deputy Brian Ledden and uh, Deputy Maurice Quillivan and Minister Patrick O'Donovan, thanks for joining us on the programme this morning. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.